Motley Crue has asked me to join them and do vocals because Vince Neil cannot. Uh, he's a little rough around the edges if you've seen him lately. So maybe <laughs> he's falling off stages. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to fill in for him. Nice. That's awesome. KB. So it's going to be are you going to sing backstage and he's just going to leap uh, like lip sync or are you actually going to be on stage singing in front of the crowd? No, I'm going to be on stage singing in front of the crowd. Like next to Vince or is Vince just like not going to sing at all? No, they're just going to prop him up in a seat so he doesn't move and fall off stages. (laughs) That's probably the safe thing to do. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's going to be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for you. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. They sold separately from LJ Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 393 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Dude, what's going on? Well, I'm I'm continually looking up in the sky, making sure those prick birds don't come flying around here with their insults and, and mean-spiritedness. Those things, I don't like those birds. Dude, I totally put like bird traps out so they don't fly in. Good, good. Yeah, put like little spikes on the roof around your gutters and whatnot so they don't fly in here and insult us. I told KBW, like I put them outside with a pellet gun and I told KBW, I was like, all right, dude, if you see the crows, get rid of them. You know, you know what to do. And he's like, "Okay, I will do that. That's a pretty good KBW impersonation you just did. Dude, I'm around this guy all the time. So so he's going to blast away, huh? He's going to blast away at the uh, crows that deliver the Steve Ozer papers. Nice. Okay, well, good. Then I'll uh, I'll not keep an eye out for the birds. I'm sure that uh, KBW will do a fine job of uh, blasting away. But aside from that, dude, I'm t- <laughs> I am so tired right now. It's not even funny. We were up uh, late last night. We went to Ghost. Uh, Shannon, myself, and Peyton. It was our first metal show, so we went to Ghost last night. And it took place at quite possibly the worst concert venue in all of the United States of America, the Concord Pavilion. <laughs> you hate that place so much. Also known as Satan's Asshole. It's literally the worst thing in existence. It is the worst place to go see a concert. It's the worst place to park. There's like five reasons I can't stand that place. But anyway, we got there at 5.30, got close parking, which was fantastic. So we didn't have to walk up the hills like when you and I went to Iron Maiden. Uh-huh. But the problem was getting out. So Ghost ends the show. It was amazing. We get out to the car. We sit in the car for probably an hour. Literally just sitting there waiting to get out of this venue. Sounds like trying to get out of the Oakland Coliseum. But, well, back in the day. Nowadays, you can just breeze right out because there's only, like, four fans there. Yeah, it's like you and three other people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See you later, guys. Maybe 17 people if the Yankees are in town or something like that. Right, right, exactly. Although they suck almost as bad as the A's. But yeah, it was amazing. It was Peyton's first metal show, and dude, she had the best time. Ghost was incredible. They're always really good. Uh, the opening band, Amana Marth, 
Have you ever heard of them or have you ever listened to them? No, are they good? They are a Viking, now literally a Viking heavy metal band. Oh, like the Viking Raiders. Yes, very much so. So on their stage, they have like a Viking ship. Okay. And they had these two giant blow-up Vikings on either side of the stage. And they had a backdrop, kind of like Iron Maiden had. You know, that cloth backdrop with different things on it? Yeah. They had something very similar to that. So they're playing, and then the Vikings drop. Like, they deflate. The Vikings drop. And then, like, two songs later, in the Vikings' place is this giant, like, sea dragon serpent thing. It was pretty cool. And then the lead singer grabs, because Viking, grabs, like, Thor's hammer and starts hitting the inflatable sea serpent with it. And I'm like, dude, Peyton's been to, like, seven-year-old birthday parties that do this exact same thing. <laughs> like, this is pretty incredible. You have, like, an inflatable that this kid is hitting with, like, another inflatable thing. And it was cool. Like, the music was cool. Um, but Ghost was just absolutely incredible, so... Awesome show, but I am very, very wiped out. I think I finally made it to bed at like two. And you had to be up at six for then, work? Yep, got up for work and yeah. So very tired. So if I don't seem like I'm completely there, there's my disclaimer. Caw! Caw! Oh, see? KBW, you son of a... What is he doing out there? What's up, Bricks? What's <laughs> up? We're here to drop off the Steve Ozer papers. Caw! Oh. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Nothing. I'm I'm surprised you made it past KBW. Oh, dude, that dude was outside eating a Whopper or something. And we just flew right by him. <laughs> Sounds about right. You know, BK, have it your way. Ka. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't have the gas can out of his horse's gas hole. Oh no, it was out there. Oh, well, okay, good. <laughs> he's he's refueling and eating a Whopper. That's great. Yeah, he's refueling stew. <laughs> they even know Stu's name. <laughs> they they know Stu as well. Crows, what are your names? Oh, yeah, I'm glad you asked, prick. My name's, <laughs> Stu, my name's Stu. That's Johnny. And that's BKW. Okay. Okay. The originality of these characters. Y yeah. Three crows we have here. Yeah. Like the Disney movie that has and, three crows. And they're recycling the names. Johnny... Stew, and BKW. What does BKW stand for? Barbara Kindly Walters. All right. B Got it. <laughs> Got it. So we have Johnny Stew and Barbara Walters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah, pricks. <laughs> Who's talking? My name's Johnny. All right. You, you all sound the same. They all have the same voice. With recycled names, got it. You guys like toys? Hell yeah, we do. You know, we're, we're part of Steve's army. Steve's army? Oh yeah, they do carry his papers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Steve's army, like the Kiss army, but Steve. I was going to say, yeah, just like the Kiss army, but with toys instead yeah. of a band. Hell yeah. All right, I don't know why you have to call us pricks all the time, but... No, no. That's good information. Pricks is to everybody. Everybody in the community are all pricks. Oh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> every single one of us every last one of us these crows are something else dude <laughs> they really are apparently they hate the community but they want to deliver the papers for the man steve ozer oh yeah they love delivering his papers <laughs> all right hey barbara what's your favorite uh wrestling figure of all time anything for toy biz all right <laughs> out of here i hate you 
<laughs> I hate all three of you. You just found your mortal enemy, dude. I know. Well, at least she's original named. I don't think there was another Barbara Walters character. <laughs> nope. Another one of the kindly clan. We're going to go get Burger King. Okay. Oh, Bur- Burger King is huge around you, dude. Oh, Everybody dude. They, wants to go there. Dude, they love it over here, man. They love they it over They want to have it their way. Hell yeah, dude. All right, pricks, we're off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad to know it's just not us. I know. That's very that kind. they're referring to. Yeah, it's to the community. All of us together. All of in us. In one big boat. We're in the crow's world. We're just living in it, you know? Yeah, is that our next shirt? It's just a black shirt with white print on it. It just says pricks. <laughs> pricks. That's how they say it. They fly yeah. in and they're like, what's up, prick? Yeah. That, maybe that's what the shirt will say. That's hella funny, dude. The, the crows are actually kind of comical. I guess they are. Yeah. Yeah, so comical KBW didn't want to shoot them. It, he was too busy. What is he doing out there? Hold on. Let me look out the window. Uh, yeah, he's eating a Whopper. <laughs> like gun is resting up on a tree. Okay, dude, you need to actually hold the gun and, you know, you know what to the crows. Yeah. Do like our dad does when he goes duck hunting. Exactly. He's just shaking his head with, with like mayonnaise just dripping from the side of his face. <laughs> Shaking his head from side to side, flipping mayonnaise all over your front yard. <laughs> I've seen right. a movie like that. Oh, no. What? Well, at least the crows have done their run-in for the week and dropped off the Steve Ozer papers. Yeah, that happened rather quickly, actually. I know. They couldn't wait to get in. Anyways, if anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. Dude, our next shirt should just be nothing but the casting characters. <laughs> It really should. It's quickly turning into Howard Stern's whack pack, dude. Dude, honestly. it really is. It really is, man. You know, <laughs> but have... they all have the same names. <laughs> it's like twenty-eight characters, but they share five names. Except Barbara Walters. Kindly. Kindly. No, Barbara Kindly Walters. Her middle name BKW. <laughs> right. BKW. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't stand for Burger King Whopper. It's Barbara <laughs> Kindly Wa- Walters. You can follow us on the X. YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable. Instagram, Fully Posable, WFP. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to Fully Posable, WFP at gmail.com. Scott, did you pick up anything recently? Uh, No. I actually did have a week off from doing any kind of major purchases, which okay. was nice. Kind of gave the wallet a little breather because it was getting hit hard since San Diego Comic-Con. And then, of course, McFarlane has to today start his summer showcase where he's showing off a bunch of new figures and you can go pre-order them. I was dodging every bullet until I saw that Batman hush figure. So I did manage to dodge it. BBTS sold out of them. Okay. But it's one of those. I, I'm on the fence. It's only like $20, $25, whatever. But I'm like, dude, I'm quickly running out of Batman shelf space. So I've got to be way more selective. So I think I'm going to pass on that Batman hush. But he's starting to show off more and more. So over the next few days, when you ask me next week if I did any toy spotting, it'll be like, yep, I bought this and this and this. So I'm thinking next week I'll have some stuff in the cart for sure. Okay, cool, man. What'd you buy Mattel, prick? Oh, boy. God damn it. They flew back in. What are you doing out there? Eating a Whopper. All right. Okay. <laughs> Not hunting, a... obviously. Not keeping the crows out of the house like he should. Gas can't still in Stu's ass, too. Gosh. <laughs> that, that horse is going to be full. <laughs> Gas ain't cheap these days either, man. 
That's how you feel up a horse. <laughs> Not food? Just throwing that out there. Maybe it could be food. Let's put it right in his gas hole. Uh, I, I do have a funny story. So remember I told you last week I was going to Denver. Unfortunately, we didn't make it over to 5280s. Uh, oh, that sucks, dude. Dude, we got out of work way too late. We couldn't make it to Denver. And actually, Denver's traffic is... I'm not going to say it's California traffic, but it's getting bad, dude. Jeez, really? So you've been going there for, what, 10 or 12 years? Yeah, something like that. So it's gotten, as you've gone every year, it's gotten progressively worse, you would say? Uh, progressively much worse, yeah. Oh, that sucks. So, it, well, it's all the Californians moving out, too. Yeah, absolutely. But anyways... We did on Friday night, we hit up three Walmarts and one Target. And Eric was looking for a Dragon Ball Z Goku figure. And I told this on TV Toycast. So if you guys have already heard this, I apologize. But I want to tell it again because Scott hasn't heard it. So he was looking for this one Goku figure uh, that's an SH Figure Arts. Oh, okay. So that's what, 50, 60 bucks? Yeah, probably around there. Yeah. Okay. So we get to our last Target. And I go to the wrestling figure aisle as always. Eric goes to the collectibles aisle where all the NECAs are and all that stuff. All the Funkos. Yeah, like over in the like, uh, electronic section? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. So I search through all the toys and all that stuff, and I'm looking. I don't find anything. And all of a sudden, I find Eric, and he's holding the Goku figure that he's been looking for. Awesome. And he looks at me, and he goes, did you hear me scream? <laughs> and I go, no, I didn't hear that. He goes, I let out a little yelp. And I was like, like a fangirl yelp. And he goes, yeah, I like that, dude. You're like, welcome to the club, brother. Like, dude, you let out a Hardy Boys fangirl scream. And he goes, I was so happy to find it that he, because him and his son are now collecting Dragon Ball Z toys. Okay. And so he took a picture of it and he sent it to his son. And Charlie responded back and Charlie goes, oh, cool. I can take figure photography with that. Aww. And Eric goes, well, I guess I'm taking it out of the package now. Because usually yeah. he'll, le he'll leave them in package. Oh, okay. But now that his son is now all in on collecting Dragon Ball Z stuff, he said that he's going to take them out so he can let his son do figure photography. Oh, that's awesome, dude. That's a great hobby to have with your kid, too, when you guys are collecting the same thing. Yeah. I almost wish he had surprised it with it when he got home. Uh, dude, I think he was too excited because he's been on the hunt for this figure. Oh, gotcha. Okay. In fact, rewind to last week at 1.30 BBTS. He was on BBTS because he listens to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're the influencer for Big Bad Toy Store. <laughs> I love that place, dude. That pile of loot. That's what got me. Big Bad Toon Scott. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he listens to you. Well, last week at 1.30, he put the figure in his cart. AM or PM? A PM. Got it. Because we got so busy right as he dropped it into his cart, it wasn't until about 3.15 he went to go purchase it. Oh, no. Sold out. Yep. And, yep. He, oh, dude, he was so mad. He said he let out, like, the biggest F-bomb. Yep. And he goes, there. he goes, I don't know if our neighbors heard us he go, or heard him, but he goes, dude, I let out the biggest F-bomb, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Totally. In fact, um... Mine happened when Ringside had the Cody figure back in, that American Nightmare figure. Yeah. Yep, I had it in the cart, and I'm like, I need to think about this. And thought about it, and then I was like, nah, I'm not going to buy it. Went back in to like, um, I was like, well, let me see if I check out like what it would be with shipping and everything. 
And I go to check out, and it's like, your item's no longer available. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that made it a way easier decision for me. So I know exactly what Eric's feeling is, but I had actually kind of, like, given up on that figure. But Eric actually wanted it, dude, so that sucks. I feel horrible for him. But I'm glad yeah. he ultimately found it. Yep, we found it in Denver. So the next day, we go to another Target that was near uh, Waffle House, because we went to Waffle House, of course. Oh, that's so awesome, dude. Oh, dude. Oh, dude, it was on, my, it was on point, too, dude. Oh, I would be like, give me 50 orders of hash browns smothered and covered. <laughs> so we went to another Target and we walk in and um, Beast Man from the Masterverse was oh. was on clearance. Yes, that like, um, not the basic one, but like that super dressed up one, right? The $30 one. Yeah, was on clearance for how much? 10 bucks. Oh, man. So Eric's all, oh, dude, you want that, don't you? And I was like, yeah, I do want it. He's like, yeah, you want that, don't you, you little bitch? And I'm like, yeah. Wow. He turned into a crow, dude. And <laughs> <laughs> The spirit is in us all. And so he goes, uh, you, you hella want that, don't you? I was like, yeah. He goes, you should just buy it. And I'm like, I don't need it. I'm trying to get out of the Masterverse figures. He goes, dude, it's 10 yep. bucks. He goes, it's 10 bucks. Come on now. <sighs> I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's only 10 bucks. So I pick it up, right? Oh, you're like, I don't know what it is, but you're making a lot of sense. So I'm like, man, how am I going to get this home? But, you know, of course, I'll figure out a way. So we walk around the corner. They have another clearance section. In that clearance section was the Razor Ultimate Edition. Oh, in clearance? In the clearance section. It wasn't the chase, was it? It was not. Okay. So so Eric and Sean, of course, being the devils on my shoulder, Mm -hmm. they go, hey, uh, you want that Razor, don't you? And I was like, I, I've already got the razor. I've already got the variant. Norm has it for me. And they're like, but you want it, don't you, little bitch? And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, they're like, but you want it, don't you? And I was like, it is really cool. How much was it on clearance? 16 bucks. Oh, dude, that's like half price. Dude, right? Oh, man. And so I was like, no, I'm already taking back Beastman for 10 bucks. I don't need another figure to take back. Sean and Eric, guess what they do? They're like, no, 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 you need to get that. It's 16 bucks. You'll, dude, you'll be happy you have it. I'm like, I've already got the other one. Anyways, long story long, I came back with the, that razor too. The two figures, <laughs> yeah, I know. The two figures came to about 30 bucks. It, it, what you would have paid for Beast Man like three months ago. Exactly. Yeah, not bad, dude. So you're, are you back into the He-Man figures or are you still out? You just had to have that one. Um, well, that was the one I really, really wanted. Yeah, so, it's badass. That's a uh, great figure. Fantastic, dude. Mm-hmm. So that was the one I really, really wanted. I ended up just going with that one and that one only. I did see the Man at Arms also for like 12 bucks on clearance. The regular one? The dressed up one, the souped up one. Oh, man. Dude, I was trying to get out of these, man. And now they're dragging me right back in. Yeah, I'm 100% out on He-Man, but dude, even I'd be tempted if I saw that dressed up Beast Man for 10 bucks. It was so good. It still is. I'm looking right at it. It's to my left right now because of Eric and Sean and those stupid crows. Well, you do have Detolfs with plenty of space. Plenty and plenty of space. You are correct. Yep. You going to open that razor? I may. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you've already got the chase packaged, like, dude, yeah, open it. You're making a lot of sense to me, Scott. I know. I know. I bring good points every now and then. Just don't ever be like those crows, dude. Never. Never. <laughs> they're they're foul-mouthed crows. They're giving crows a bad name. 
There could be really friendly crows out there, but you think you're going to get the crows that are on our show. Those those nice crows are going to be the ones that deliver the Jeremy Padauer papers. Yes, exactly. The polar opposites. Exactly. Like KBW's brother. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, Walter, no, uh, Walter Brimley. Yes. Diabetes. <laughs> Diabetes. Here to talk about diabetes. <laughs> uh, Scott, are you ready to get into some news? Yeah, let's talk about it. All right. Uh, just showing off today, WWE Bleacher Buddies. They will have Brock, who will be wearing flannel. Cody Rhodes, he'll be in his entrance gear. And John Chenna, who will be in his 8-bit. Is it 8-bit? It's the old WWF logo, right? Yeah, I wish they had done the G.I. Joe shirt, though. Or, I'm sorry, the G.I. Joe-inspired shirt. Copyright, brother, copyright. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What does Sergeant Slaughter have to say about this, damn it? So those will be the new Bleacher Buddies, set of three. In scale with the old Pillow Buddies. Yes, they are 24 inches. These are one of those things that, like, the people that had regrets, like I did back in the day, for not collecting them. Because, oh, I'm not going to buy stuffed animals. No way. Well, now you have a chance to, to kind of get... To get right, right, you, you're probably going to want to add that if you've got the old Pillow Buddies up on your wall or in your room or in your collection, you're probably going to want these to go along with them. Well, they're going to be 24 inches, so you could wrap them around Hulk Hogan's pythons. That's true. You could. Yep. The RSC Q&A went up and Steve and Bill answered a bunch of questions. There were some questions about articulation on the basics, blah, blah, blah. Don't really care. All right. Uh, first question that I did pull, what happened with the Ultimate Edition 18 Macho Man Randy Savage? And will we see more Macho Man figures in the future? Steve said things happen and you have to put the pause on figures. We do a fantastic job on rescuing paused figures and lost figures. Again, it's on pause. Macho Man is with the WWE family. Yeah, he without saying the figure would come back. He was kind of implying the figure would come back. Basically, they just need to wait for the Macho Man family to, or the Macho Man representation group to re-up with WWE for the figures. And then that figure's coming back out. What sucks is I got my uh, cancellation notice from BBTS just yesterday. Oh, that must have killed you. Oh, I hated it so much. I'm like, well, I guess I'm saving this email just so I can read it and cry. (laughs) But yeah, it sucks, dude. It really sucks because I was lucky to get it basically on pre-order. And I'm hoping that when it comes back, I'm able to get it again. Because if I miss out, I'm going to be so pissed. I'll be like, but I had it that one time. It was like if you had it originally... Like concert tickets, if it's postponed, you just basically get your tickets for when they reschedule. I wish they would do that with this figure. Like, you know it's coming back. Steve didn't say it is, but it's kind of implied. So I wish that BBTS would just be like, okay, we're just going to pause this. Nobody's getting charged. But when they do bring it back, we'll just put it right back in your shopping cart. Ah, don't you worry, pricks. (laughs) Steve's got your back. We'll have that figure back out soon. Don't worry, pricks. (laughs) That was like the most polite way of saying Macho will be back. <laughs> they use that word like we use dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's like their favorite. It is their favorite word. Even, <laughs> even Bobber Walters is super uh, foul mouth. I know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> the language on these crows. I know. Uh, what's the current status of larger play sets based on PLEs like Hell in a Cell or Elimination Chamber? 
Steve said, we have been pitching them. We do need to garner enough support from retailers to do a full run of these play sets. Just kind yep. of, I'm just kind of doing an abbreviation of what he said. I'm not going to go word for word. Yep. Cue the demand for collectors around the United States and the world saying, bring Toys R Us back. Of course, Canada doesn't need to say that because Canada still has Toys R Us. But the rest of us, bring Toys R Us back so we can get play sets back in our collection. Regarding the Nitro stage, is there ever a chance for another version of this to be made available in the future, whether through crowdfunding or elsewhere? Without saying it, Steve said, it's an end for now. I think you need to give something like this a break, but we like to rescue things. It goes back in the vault for now. Yeah, too soon. <laughs> too soon for the question? Uh, yeah, I would think so. Like, let's not bring it up. Like, with as hard as that team worked to get that thing funded and then it failed, that's still got to be an open wound, right? I mean, it still has to sting that that thing didn't happen. Like, like you and I sat through the whole thing with the process and then hearing all of that team's excitement on the, on the crowdfund and the stage itself and all the figures. And then it fails. That still has to eat away at them, dude. It would me. I mean, if I put that much time and effort into something and it just fell apart, I would still be disappointed six months later or however long it's been four or five months later, it's still got a sting. So Let's leave Steve alone. <laughs> let's let's not ask him about the Nitro stage anymore. Like, all other questions are fair game. Like, when are we going to get the Rougeau brothers and Dino Bravo? That's fine. D leave the Nitro stage alone. No more questions. They actually purposely left questions like that out. Hey, when are we going to get the Rougeau brothers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, because then the crows fly in with the paper, start insulting everybody and the community. <laughs> so it's a, whole, it's a whole thing. But let's leave the Nitro stage alone. Let it's it, it R.I.P. Did Steve answer the Rougeau question? Oh, son of a... God damn it. No, get out of here. Go finish your Whoppers. You're a horrible hunter, by the way. Yeah. Dad would be so disappointed in KBW. <laughs> Just like he was in us for not taking up hunting. <laughs> and still today. <laughs> yeah, I know. Your boy's still watching that wrestling stuff? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's fake, right? No, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, is it... Do you think it stung a little that the Thundercat layer? Funded, but not the uh, stage. That's nah, two different fan bases, dude. That's true, but I mean, still, it's, it was a higher the price, price point. point. Is that what you're thinking? A higher price point. Yeah, six hundred and fifty dollars, and they even told you, look, it's also going to be a hundred. Was it a hundred or a hundred and fifty to ship? Well, here's the thing. Look at the assortment of Thundercats toys currently on the market. Okay. It's not much, right? Nope. Now look at the landscape of wrestling toys currently on the market. Okay. There's more to spread your money across in terms of the wrestling toy market. Got Whereas it. Whereas opposed to Thundercats, big community of Thundercats collectors, obviously. Super 7 is pumping out those figures pretty steadily and people are snatching them up. So you've got to figure they do a crowdfund like this. The Thundercats community, because there's not a lot out there, it's just Super 7 producing it. They're going to eat it up and be like, yes, we're funding this because why? We want more. Keep it coming. We've got to keep the Thundercats toy line alive. Super 7's giving that to us. We're going to support it. So, yeah, apparently there's a lot of Thundercats ballers out there because at, what, $600, $700, they funded that thing. Kudos to them. Man, that is awesome. If you got on on that, man, Barry Horowitz pat on the back for you. That is incredible. I wish we could have done it with the Nitro stage. 
but kudos to the Thundercats community. That is amazing. Do you know how many they had to make? Because like the Nitro stage. I don't. Okay. Nitro stage was 5,000. Yeah. I don't know what the Thundercats one was. I didn't I didn't pay attention to details because I wasn't in on it. I'm not in it all on Thundercats. Love the toy line, but I'm not. I just don't have the budget to jump into that one, especially because it's Super 7 making it. But it's whatever that number was, they hit it. Kudos to them. That's just it's incredible. It's great when a community comes together, which is why the new gen was so great. Right? Mm-hmm. We funded the new gen arena. We got all of the unlocks. We literally came together as a community that the crows hate. And <laughs> we made it happen. And when they did the Nitro stage, I'm like, dude, this is going to fund no problem. This will be unlocked. All of the unlocks will be done in like three weeks. And it failed. So all of that said, I think it's got to sting that team still. Just as a collector, it still stings me when I see people ask about it. I'm like, can we just leave it alone? Like, let it rest. Just like Steve said perfectly, you put it in the vault, let it marinate. If you bring it back, who knows? Bring it back in two years, there could be a nostalgia thing that kicks in. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I suck for not backing that. I'm going to back it now. And then you got the crows flying overhead, insulting you like, yeah, buy it now, you prick. <laughs> and so we'll, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. They they do rescue figures, the Harley the Harley then now forever or the the Harley flashback. That's one I always go back to because uh-huh. that was one that was basically vaulted because they didn't have a home for it. Steve found a home for it. He made that figure happen. So I have a lot of faith that someday, someday they will get the, the Nitro stage back with an opportunity to purchase. Whether it be a crowdfund, a straight purchase, in some way, shape or form, that thing's coming back. Okay. Well, I mean, so since... The Nitro stage we've had, we've watched HasLab fund another GI Joe thing. Yeah, exactly. And quickly. And quickly. quickly. And then we saw this get funded. So I think that's, I think that's still sticking in their craw a little bit. Like, uh, but like you said, more to spread around. So if you're saying more to spread around the wrestling figure community, are you pointing fingers at third party companies? Or are you just saying just there's so much going on in the community as far as like, all these companies are now got their hands in the pot of wrestling that that hurt the nitro stage. Maybe, maybe because people have, they don't have unlimited funds, right? Right. Like if you're collecting wrestling, you've got a lot to choose from. I mean, there's a lot of companies doing the retro figures right now. You've got AEW figures. You've got, uh, Mattel obviously still putting out figures. You've got the MLW figures from boss fight. You've got Figures Toy Company. I mean, a lot of people are making wrestling figures. There's only one company making Thundercats figures. So Thundercats fans literally have four figures come out, what, once a quarter maybe? Mm -hmm. So those are 50, 60 bucks a pop. Okay, I'll do that. And look, I have all of this money left over. Oh, now you're doing a crowdfund? Boom, here it is. So it's it's less that they have to devote their, their toy budget to. As opposed to as a wrestling fan, if you're trying to collect everything, you're spread pretty thin. And then here comes, what, a $400 Nitro stage? That's kind of a big ask. So I just think based on the size of the wrestling landscape versus the size of the Thundercats landscape, I think that's why the Thundercats layer funded. Okay, well said. Thank you. And same goes for G.I. Joe. I think that's why the the Dragonfly funded so quickly. By the way, did Lino unlocked, right? Because he was tier two, right? Well, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure they got at least the first unlock. I don't know about everything after that. Again, I'm not following it too closely. All I saw was that it got funded. So that, dude, could you imagine having that in your collection? Like, it's one thing to have Castle Grayskull. 
But dude, the Thundercats layer, that is so badass. That's ridiculous. And uh, what I like is Lino look like a gummy bear. Yeah, <laughs> he looks oh, delicious. Dude, a lot of people were in the comment section going, I didn't know I needed a Lino gummy bear, but <laughs> now I need this in my life or something like that. It was hella funny. That's great. All right, moving along. Uh, are there any legends that aren't typically produced on your radar, like Great Muda or Pedro Morales, that we could see in the future? So you said, yeah, we have more legends coming. We can only show so much at once. There was some stuff that wasn't ready to show. First time legends, returning legends, some holy crap surprises when you see these names. There is more coming. There is more in the works. Nice. So that was his nice way, really nice way of saying, if he's available to us. There are people available to them right now. Yeah, I love the question about Muda though. Somebody's got to make a Muda figure. Like, I love that Breaker coined that term toyetic. And there are a handful of guys in wrestling that are very toyetic. Muda is 100% one of those guys. And honestly, the way you could dress that figure up, I'm thinking it's got to be an ultimate right out of the gate. Next question. Are you mixing talent from NXT into the main line more often from now on? Steve said, yeah, but we want to have one slot in Elite's and basics dedicated to NXT level talent. Sometimes it doesn't work out. There has been talk of a Bad Bunny figure recently, but it dis it has disappeared from online portals. Could this be, or is this still coming? Steve said, it's not coming, not right now. Hopefully that changes. That was just an error. God damn it. Dude, I texted Alana as soon as I saw that picture from Walmart's website. The Bad Bunny was coming. I texted her so quick. I was like, oh my God, they're making a Bad Bunny figure. We're totally getting it. I'm getting one for myself and one for you. Correction, I'm getting two for me. <laughs> I, dude, I was so excited when I saw they were making his figure. And then I read that and I was like, son of a... Ugh. First the Nitro stage, now Bad Bunny. Is Alana a Bad Bunny fan? Oh, Alana's a humongous Bad Bunny fan, dude. Oh. Like she loves Bad Bunny. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, so when um, he had his match against Damian Priest, we were at a dance convention for Peyton, or a uh, dance comp for Peyton that weekend. And so we watched the match, and she was like all pumped because he came out to the, I forget the name of the song he came out to. Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba, yeah, that was something like that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, she saw the crowd reaction, and she just, she popped, dude. She was like, that is so great. So yeah, she's a huge Bad Bunny fan. And then now I am too, because that match against Damian Priest was absolutely incredible. So yeah, I've, I've got to have a Bad Bunny figure. I've got to get one for Alana. So keep my fingers crossed. This, the Nitro stage, and the Macho Man WrestleMania 7. Keep my fingers crossed. They come back. Hey, Scott, I'm, I've finished my KBW Now 5 album. Oh, you were on number five? I was on number five. The Bad Bunny song was on there. Oh, I'm, awesome. I'm on to number six. Now six? Now six. KBW's now six. KBW's now six. What's yes. the cover of that one going to be? Uh, it's going to be a smiling face and a crying face, similar to Motley Crue's uh, album cover. Oh, Theater of Pain. Theater of Pain. Yes, thank you. In fact, uh, Motley Crue has asked me to join them and do vocals because Vince Neil cannot. Uh, he's a little rough around the edges if you've seen him lately. So maybe <laughs> he's falling off stages. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to fill in for him. Nice. That's awesome, KB. So it's going to be, are you going to sing backstage and he's just going to lip, uh, like lip sync? Or are you actually going to be on stage singing in front of the crowd? No, I'm going to be on stage singing in front of the crowd. 
like next to Vince or is Vince just like not going to sing at all? No, they're just going to prop him up in a seat so he doesn't move and fall off stages. (laughs) That's probably the safe thing to do. Yeah, safety harness him to a chair or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good plan. Well, congratulations, KBW. That's quite a gig. It is a gig. uh, Yeah, so now six... Uh, it's going to be inspired by the cover of Theater of Pain. Uh-huh. You can have any Motley Crue covers on there? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, girls, girls, girls will be oh, covered. Oh, good. Yes. Are you going to yes. change the lyrics to Whoppers, Whoppers, Whoppers? No, that's genius, though. There's still time. Uh, Jesus Christ, this guy. At least he'll be going on tour and he'll be out of the house. That'll be cool. Yes, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Good thing he's uh, he's saving Vince Neil from falling off stages. <laughs> He's doing the Lord's work. <laughs> oh, that freaking guy. All right. Bill, regarding the Oscar figure, the jacket will be based off her look at the Royal Rumble. It was a challenge to get something like that as well as the deco heavy figure. So getting that whole figure together was a little uh, rough, but they were able to accomplish it. That's awesome. This is the figure. Again, we talked about it last week or the week before. It's the figure we should add a few years ago at Access. So again, this goes back to what was Steve, what Steve was saying in that they may not be able to do a figure then, but they basically throw it in the vault, stick it in the hopper, and then when the time is right and they have a spot for that figure, they'll make it happen, just like they did with this Asuka. So, again, I'm holding out hope for that WrestleMania 7 Macho, the Bad Bunny, and, of course, the Nitro stage at some point. Now that the referee door has opened with John Cohn and Teddy Long, could we see other referee figures in the future? Steve said, it's been a long time coming. We unlocked the ability to do it with Danny Davis. That was pretty much the only questions I really pulled from the RSC questions. It was about a 19-minute video. You can find it on Ringside's YouTube channel, of course. Uh, Don't forget about Sean Ng's Mantar figure being up for pre-order. That is up right now on the asylum store for the u.s you can also follow sean and see where else you are able to get or pre-order the mantar figure for the one calendar month yeah so far just a quick update he said sales have been really good so keep those orders coming in and that just basically guarantees there's going to be more figures coming we know orient express is on the horizon that's definitely one to get excited about pn news is the next one out of the gate for pre-order so stay tuned to sean man guys doing big things We've got Elite Series 92 up next. What do you say? Let's go talk about it. We're going back in time for nostalgia. We're going back in time, time, time. Before we get into Elite Series 92, we want everybody to head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. What we want you to do over there this week is we want you guys to go into the upper right-hand corner, go to the magnifying glass, click on that, search Elite Series 92, and it will bring this set up and follow along as Scott reads off this list. Again, that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. All right, Scott, what you got for Elite Series 92? Yes, sir. WWE Mattel Elite Series 92 consisted of... The Fiend Bray Wyatt. And Jeff, I had notes on these, but uh, I like yours way better. <laughs> Your description of this figure, dressed up like Swamp Thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just a, it's dressed up like Swamp Thing, dude. It's, it's a figure of Swamp Thing Bray Wyatt. <laughs> the Fiend. 
This is basically when he was uh, burnt, burnt, burnt Bray Wyatt. That's a much better description of what more wrestling fans would recognize him as. Yeah, not Swamp Thing. Not Swamp Thing, no. Uh, and for the record, I hated this figure. Explain. A lot of people really, really liked it. Uh-huh. And a cool concept. Again, one of those cool ones you could probably put out for Halloween with your mutants and zombies. But as a wrestling figure, I hated this thing. And that is Scott's hot take today on Fully Posable. Yeah, again, it's all subjective. You know, everybody's got different tastes or whatever. But as a wrestling figure collector, I couldn't stand this figure at all. Anyway, moving on. Charlotte. Charlotte Flair. Let me correct myself. Charlotte Flair. Got to have the last name in there. She was in her purple gear. Came with the women's tag team title. Rey Mysterio came with a Polly Pocket style shirt. Was in his black and orange gear. And here we go again, Jeff, with your amazing descriptions. Ric Flair. He has a Four Horsemen style shirt, a WCW microphone, horrible hair, and ugly green knee pads. <laughs> He's also in his yellow gear with yellow trunks and yellow boots. Not to overlook the ugly green knee pads and his horrible hair, as you so eloquently pointed out, Jeff. I hated this figure so much. It would be, let's see, if we had to pinpoint when this figure came out, this would have been, or or when this figure is based off of. I'm thinking 93, between 93 and 96? I think it was somewhere in there, yeah. Okay, so this would basically be Flair with short hair, which is one of the reasons he left WCW to begin with. Because they, they made him cut his hair to make it look like that, and that was terrible. Yeah, they wanted him to cut his hair and call him Spartacus. <laughs> right? And he's like, screw you guys. What are you thinking? Like, I ran this territory for the better part of a decade, and you want to change me as a character? Like, what's wrong with you? I'm out of here. <laughs> and then he ends up cutting his hair anyway. And then you get this figure with horrible hair. Ugly figure. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. Apparently, we both have hot takes on this series, Jeff. I guess we do. Scarlet. And uh, again, with your descriptions, Jeff. Cray Cray eyes. Yeah, her eyes are Cray Cray. Hourglass accessory, and she was in a black outfit with a headdress slash crown. And rounding out this series, we have Adam Cole. He was your variant in the set. Adam Cole came with a chair accessory and an Adam Cole soft goods shirt. Regular version had Adam Cole in his teal trunks. Variant was gray camo trunks with some yellow accents on it. And Jeff, that rounds out our hot takes on WWE Mattel Elite Series 92. Uh, by the way, sorry, I forgot to put this omission in at the beginning of the show. Nate, aka Ring Skirts, messaged me and he said, Incoming Nate Crows are flying at you. Uh oh. He's all, What's up, prick? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. No, Nate, Nate, Nate never cusses, dude. I'm joking. Yeah, he, he said, He said, WrestleMania 1 was the executioner. Last week I said it was Tito Santana versus Mr. X. And he said, Mr. Oh, X. Oh, it was the executioner. Yes. He said Mr. X was Danny Davis wrestled as in the WWF under a mask while simultaneously simultaneously refing. That's right. The executioner, not Mr. X. Yeah. They, Thank goodness we're a wrestling figure podcast and not a wrestling knowledge podcast. And the ring skirt crows said, get it right next time, prick. <laughs> <laughs> we must be so embarrassed. I am very embarrassed. Uh, Scott. I'm having a rough one with this one, but uh, favorite figure in this? Honestly, I don't know that I have one. Normally, we sing the praises of the series, the Elite series from Mattel. 
This one, from top to bottom, just reading over my list, I hated the Fiend figure. Charlotte was okay. Ray was okay. Flair was average at best. The Scarlet, I couldn't get past the face sculpt. Those cray-cray eyes, as you put it. Um, Adam Cole was just okay. I guess by default, it's Charlotte Flair. I'm going to just say by default, it's Rey Mysterio. The series just ho-hum, man. It's just like, ugh. It was below par. How about that? Yes, subpar. Subpar. Very, Very well said, dude. Yeah, it's just... Normally, the Elite Assortments are very strong. And this one here, I don't have even a favorite. Just kind of a... Meh, we'll go with that one. Just, I hate to be like that, but, you know, at the same time, though, 92 Elite sets, you're bound to have some stinkers. Yeah. And this, to me, Series 92, is just, it's one of those stinkers for me. I just, not crazy about it, especially that Fiend figure. And again, it's subjective, right? That's my opinion. I did see a lot of people that absolutely love and adore this figure. So that's awesome. That's the beauty of our hobby. It's all subjective. We all have an opinion. They're like assholes. We all have one and they all stink, right? That's just the nature of an opinion, but this is a very subjective hobby. So, you know, to each their own. That's just my opinion on that fiend figure. We all have butthole shavings. Brought to you by Manscaped. I take it you haven't seen the last episode of Gemstones? No, I'm way behind. Did they already finish the season? They finished the season. Crap. Yeah, we have a lot of catching up to do. One of the best seasons of gemstones ever. Righteous gemstones. Really? And it, this is season three, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, it did get renewed for season four. It so did. yeah, we got a lot of catching up to do. I think we've got like four episodes to watch. Okay, all right. It's really good. Love it. Highly recommended. Yes. Highly recommended. John Goodman is outstanding. Yes, fantastic. And whoever plays Judy is fantastic as well. <laughs> She's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my gosh, dude. So <laughs> in the last episode that we watched, they're at a... Um, She's with her husband, who she has cheated on. Spoiler alert. And they're doing painting. <laughs> they're doing painting and drinking wine. And he, he's painting something, and he's like, look at what I did. And she looks over, and she goes, oh, is that your caca? <laughs> he's like, no, that's my dog I had when I was a kid. Dude, when she said, is that your caca? <laughs> Shannon and I, like, dude, I got a side cramp. Like, I was laughing so hard, I got a cramp in my side. It hurt so bad, but I couldn't stop laughing. It killed me, dude. She has at least one of those every other episode or at least two or three per season that literally kill us, where we have to pause the show because we're laughing so hard. Oh, wait till you get to the second to last episode. Okay, I can't wait. I can't wait. We have a lot of catching up to do on shows, and that one is definitely at the top of the list. Okay. All right. Enough about Righteous Gemstones. As great as it is, we've got to move on. <laughs> yeah, we have to move on. This is not a podcast about the Righteous Gemstones. Oh, God. I want to, There's one part I want to tell you about, but like... Nah, don't spoil it. Ah, don't spoil it. All right. All right. There are some eBay prices for these figures. Let's start off with the Fiend, dressed up like Swamp Thing. Last sold <laughs> eBay listing was July 29th for $13.50. Originally, it was listed for $15. Hmm. That's $15 too much. Charlotte Flair with the women's tag title. Last sold eBay listing was July 20th for $8.99. This is not going well for Series 92. Not really. Not really. Rey Mysterio, Polly Pocket style shirt. Last sold eBay listing June 24th for $21.99. Retail. Ric Flair, 
Four Horsemen style shirt, WCW Mike, ugly green knee pads and horrible hair. Last sold eBay listing was August 1st for $18 on a buy it now. Scarlet with the cray cray eyes and the hourglass. Last sold eBay listing was July 30th for $9.99. Adam Cole with the chair, Adam Cole shirt, the variant with the different color trunks. Last sold eBay listing on the regular, July 30th for $18.99 on a buy it now. The variant, last sold eBay listing, was August 2nd for $30. Oof. 30 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Just to get the camo trunk coal. It kind of looked like he had something around the front cockles piece. Of- yeah, there were like yellow accents on the trunks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Okay. 30 bucks, huh? Yeah. Well, it's Adam Cole. He's in a big time thing in, uh, with MJF on AEW right now. So I kind of see why his figures are going for a couple bucks. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Scott, we segment up next. What do you say? Let's go talk to him. And I just want to hear from my people. Tell me, can I hear from my people? I just want to hear from my people. And I just want to listen. Scott, first question comes in from the great, the trivia man himself, Ryan Buds. Let's see what Ryan's got to say. What's up, my favorite brothers besides my own? It's your pal Ryan Buds, host of the daily trivia podcast known as Trivia with Buds, with a slamming new episode on wrestling action figures written by the fully posable boys themselves. Go check it out if you like this show. You're going to love their trivia on all things wrestling figure related. Just posted it a couple weeks ago. My question for you today, boys, is what is your favorite two-pack wrestling Funko? I just got my hands on a Sting and Luger two-pack signed by the both of them for a crisp $100 bill in the Smoky Mountains where I live in Tennessee, and I just love the way it looks, even pre-signed with a Sharpie, a black Sharpie. I think it looks fantastic on my fridge, in my man cave, retro room, basement thing. So that is my question for you today. What's your favorite wrestling Funko two-pack? Cheers. Ryan, it's so good hearing from you. And boy, do we miss you out here in California. Absolutely. Favorite two-pack. That's a good one because Funko has actually been coming out with a lot of really tempting two-packs. Like, for example, Hogan and Andre at the WrestleMania three ring. Yeah. Sean and Brett. They did Stone Cold and Rock, too. Stone Cold and Rock. I mean, they've done so many good two-packs. If I were to have to choose, I would probably go, and despite the match outcome, would be the Sean and Brett. And that's just because of the memories that we have being there at WrestleMania 12. You know, we were right under where Sean came down the zip line. Yep. I was close enough to the back barricade to where I could curse out Gorilla Monsoon as he was walking to the back for restarting the match. You know, little Mark and me. And I'm cursing out Gorilla Monsoon for restarting the match, even though they went the full 60 minutes. There was no talk of overtime. So anyways. Sounds like you're still not over this, dude. I'm not over this. (laughs) So I would have to go with that Sean and Brett because they're in the ring at WrestleMania 12. We were there. Brett's got the sunglasses on. It's kind of like that pre-match look where Brett's standing there and he's, you know, he gives the wink into the crowd. And yes, it's that it's that reminder of that match and being there. So I'm going to have to go with that one as my favorite two pack. Awesome that you got Sting and Luger signed. That is sick, man. I'm so happy you were able to get that out in Tennessee at a collector show. 
Yeah, that is awesome, dude. What a great addition to the collection. And by default, I guess I've got to go with the two-pack that I have in my collection. Shannon got it for me at Hot Topic a few years ago, uh, the Young Bucks. Oh, good call. I have no idea what it's worth. Um, again, I'm not a big uh, secondary seller at all. I don't buy things just to flip them. So it's literally just sitting there, and I don't know if it has any value to it. But every time I see it, it reminds me, you know, Shannon went out of her way to go get this for me because at the time I really wanted it. And it's awesome. I mean, honestly, like Funko, I don't think puts out a bad product at all, ever. Like everything they do is just amazing. And these young bucks are no exception. Again, if I'm, I can't get into Funko Pops because they're just, it's that slippery slope. You know, if you get one, you're going to end up with 30. So I have to be careful with them. But I do have a few wrestling ones in my collection. I've got a KO. I've got a Flair. And by default, favorite two-pack, I've got a Young Bucks. I will say my favorite Funko, wrestling Funko, it's got to be the Macho Man where he was in purple trunks. And I think that was an FYE exclusive, if I'm not mistaken, back in the day. Okay, yeah. I think that one's my favorite out of all of them. But That one is really, really cool. I like the Macho King one, too. Ryan, as I said, we miss you out here in California, man. We hope we get to see you soon. Maybe even WrestleMania next year. Hint, hint. Yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Hope all is well, Ryan. All right, Scott. Next question comes in from Justin Summers. Hello, Scott and Jeff. This is once again Justin Summers with my monthly question. Been a lot of talk of food on the show lately, and, you know, I'm a fan. And one thing that I notice on the TikToks is a lot of times there's games that people play with, like, filters. And they have to... Or they choose, not necessarily they have to do this, but they, they choose to play a game where whatever restaurant shows up on their filter, they got to like pick an item from there and like fill out a, a complete meal. We're going to do that here today. But obviously, this is, this is an audio. Uh, there's no filters like that that can be used. But uh, let's do it like this. Construct the perfect fast food meal for you. You can use any fast food restaurant. But once you use that restaurant, you can't use it for something else. The items you have to choose from are your main entree, a side, a drink, and a dessert. So for me, I'm going to get my favorite fast food restaurant off the board, and I'm going to go with McDonald's and their Coke. Love a good fountain Coke from McDonald's. I actually like all of their fountain drinks. Taste better. Next thing I'm thinking of, it's going to be a little bit of a curveball for people. I'm not going to expect this coming. I'm going to pick Taco Bell. But what I'm picking from Taco Bell is going to get everybody. I'm going to pick a dessert item. Give me the Cinnatwist. I used to not really be a big fan of those. But you know what? At the end of the meal, they taste really good. And they're simple. So that means I'm only left with a main entree and a side. You know, I'm going to pick a side... Gotta go with the classic fries, but where do I go? You can throw Burger King and Wendy's fries out the window. They're not that good. I think I'm gonna go with Arby's fries. Give me a large thing of the curly fries. Those are those are some of the best. I always say it's in between them and checkers or rallies, depending on where you live. So for my main my main entree, I have to go with one of my favorite restaurants that I do not get a lot. And last time I got it. I had to fly there, and that would be Whataburger, the barbecue chicken strip sandwich they have. Oh, just 
it's amazing. I absolutely love it. So yeah, that would be my perfect meal of all fast food restaurants. And like I said, you can only use a restaurant once. And I'm also going to go no retired items. And before I go, some people might have caught it. I don't know if Jeff said anything early in the show, but I didn't say that I was from Wrestling Cheers at the beginning of this because as of today, the day I'm recording this and the day that Scott and Jeff should be listening to it, I have posted the last episode of Wrestling Cheers. 350 episodes, 384 if I count the previous iteration that was called the Ohio Indie Report that I ended up doing a total rebrand of, but 384 episodes in a almost 11 year span. I'm so proud of everything that I've done on that show. And like, I don't, I don't expect a lot of people that listen to this to have listened to wrestling cheers, but I spent a lot of time and years on that. And the weekly grind of doing a show has just kind of got to me because I've been doing a weekly show for the most part of my entire podcasting career, which is a little over 12 years right now. I'm kind of taking some time for myself, taking some time for some other things and just seeing where I am in about a year and see what I want to do. I'm not going to do anything weekly. I'm not going to do anything wrestling cheers, but going to feel things out. So, you know, thank you, Scott and Jeff for any and all support you've showed me while I've been a part of this community and doing wrestling cheers. Thank you, Jeff, for, Coming on the show, Scott, I know you did want to come on even for that particular episode, but there was a reason why you didn't, and I perfectly understand. But thanks again for everything you guys do, and thank you for welcoming me on this show and a part of this community. Love you guys both. Later. Justin, first, before we get into answering the question, dude, I just want to send you a huge congratulations on... Uh, basically wrapping up a fine career in podcasting, dude. It's a huge time commitment. I 100%, I know Jeff 100% completely understands where you're coming from on wanting to take a break because you do kind of cut out parts of your life to devote to a podcast and you end up missing certain things and I 100% understand wanting to take a break from that. Uh, As a matter of fact, This week on Drunk Wrestling History, we're actually going to be taking a hiatus on that show as well. Almost, and I'm the one that that instigated all of it, but almost for the same exact reasons that you are, Justin, and that it's hard to find time to commit. And you do kind of hit a wall. You hit burnout. And I 100% completely understand where you're coming from. So all the best to you, dude. Good luck in, in honestly whatever you decide to do next. It's going to be successful no matter what it is, but congratulations on the body of work that you put out up to today. Uh, Dude, take a bow because that is a tremendous amount of work that you put into that over the years. I understand it. Jeff understands it. Anybody that does a weekly podcast or a podcast of any sort understands it, and we respect the grind. We respect the work you put in, so dude, kudos, congratulations. That's an amazing achievement. Hey, did you see that Beavis and Butthead when he said take a bow and he would hit Beavis in the balls? <laughs> no, I I did not see that, dude. Oh, you got to watch that, dude. It's how it's like. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. <laughs> when you said take a bow, that's all I thought of. <laughs> of course it is. That's all. Take a bow. And he'd smack him in the neck. <laughs> <laughs>
Nice. Was, no, Justin, I, like Scott said, man, pat yourself on the back. That's there is a weekly grind to it. And to do it for as long as you did 10, 12 years that you did it, man, that's impressive, man. So you got us beat. Yeah, exactly. So now kick back, relax, focus on your Browns, focus on other parts of your life that you now can devote. You now have the time for. So see if you miss it, right? Because the saying is, if you love something, set it free. If it's meant to be, it'll come back. See if you miss it. You know, you're not closing the door entirely on doing any sort of podcast. So see if you if you miss that grind. You know, see if you miss chatting with people. And it's it's just one of those things. If you miss it, jump back into it. But give de- absolutely 100% do give yourself that year to kind of decompress and chill and see where you're at after a year, man. That's a great idea. That's why the crows keep coming back. They miss me. They miss you. Yeah, they'll fly off and they're like, God damn, I missed that brick. We- <laughs> <laughs> it's something about your house that attracts no, 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 some sort of weird element. I don't know. Stu's been quiet lately, too. So, well, the st- horse or the uh, the person? The person. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm still oh. here. Don't, don't forget about me. I'm here. <laughs> she almost been- went into that song, uh, that 80s song, Don't You Forget About Me. Don't you forget about me. <laughs> oh, here. <laughs> okay. Glad you're still with us, Stu. Yeah, you're, thank you. Thank you. Just been stretching out lately. Oh, yeah. You got to keep with the stretching. Got to keep with the stretchings. At your age, you got to remain limber. You know, keep that stretching going. Cats come and lay by me and I go, oh, they're stretching. <laughs> they stretch out and I pet their bellies and I go, oh, you like the stretchings. <laughs> and then they stretch their back legs out as you're rubbing the belly and you're like, yeah, uh, the stretching. The stretchings. Yeah, gotta gotta respect the stretch. All right, thanks, Sue. Thanks for reminding us that you're still here. Yeah, speaking, we're in the home stretch of the show. So. Yes, yes, perfect timing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Scott, we got to get to Justin's question. The retired man himself. Yep. Four items, fast food. You can only pick one item, side, drink, main entree, and dessert from a different fast food restaurant. But you can only do it once, so the floor is yours. Yeah, this this question really seems to be tailor-made to me. So, obviously, it wouldn't be a Scott answer without leading off with Taco Bell. The great Taco Bell. And you know exactly what I'm going to pick. Yep. Mexican pizza is my entree. McDonald's has the best french fries. So, I'm going with a side of fries to go with my Mexican pizza. To, do, to complete the fat boy U-turn? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Drink. Okay, I'm going to go kind of a curveball here. I'm going Wendy's, and I'm going the cherry cream soda. I've never had that before. Dude. Uh-huh. Incredible. Oh. They've only had it for about four or five months at our Wendy's. But, yes, highly recommended. I don't even know who makes it. I just know every time I get a combo at Wendy's, that's what I get to go with it. And it is so good. Okay. Dessert. We're going to pull up into that stall at Sonic. And we're going to order ourselves a Butterfinger Blast. Okay. And that's my meal. All right. Uh, when you said pull up into that stall, it reminded me of when you went to universities and you had to poop. And they didn't oh, have... Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most humiliating things in my life. They didn't have doors on the stalls? <laughs> oh, gosh. that I felt like I was in prison. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to walk around the corner and be like, squeal like a pig, boy. Oh my gosh, I was petrified. 
that is the quickest sit down I've ever had. <laughs> I literally just was like, I, it was like, I felt like a mom giving birth. I was like, push, 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 <laughs> go, go. I didn't even care if there was toilet paper, dude. I was just like, well, if there's none, I'm running for it. Army crawl, army crawl. Army crawl. <laughs> Oh my gosh, how humiliating. Four stalls side by side, no doors. Universities in Atlanta, you know, they it's a popular hamburger joint. And uh, anyways, uh, Scott and I had just left Ring of Honor, the day show after the big um, WrestleMania show. I forget what they call that show that weekend. Uh, Supercard of Honor. Supercard of Honor, thank you. And uh, so Scott and I left the next day's show where Jay Briscoe bladed himself. Yep. And spit blood. That was awesome. Anyways. Oh, so, yeah. That was that was like a, a call to great Muda. It was so great. So we walked to universities, get our food. And Scott's like, uh, dude, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a push notification. I was like, they don't have stalls on the bathroom doors or they don't have doors on the bathroom stalls. And Scott's like, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Nature called. And unfortunately, it happened to be at a place with no doors on the stalls. Yep. All right, all right, all right. Okay, for me, main entree, I'm going in and out, dude. Three by three, protein style, animal style. That's funny you mentioned that. I'm actually heading there as soon as we're done recording. I'm jealous of you. I'm getting two protein style, uh, animal style, double doubles. Oh. And then pulling a fat boy U-turn, getting McDonald's fries. That's the way to do it. Oh, I can't wait. My mouth's already watering talking about it. My side will be a Taco Bell quesadilla. Oh, Oh, okay. I like what you're doing here. Oh, dude, I love Taco Bell quesadillas. No, I like it. So you're kind of going healthy on the burger, but then you're going carb load on the quesadilla. Kind of, yeah, pretty much. Okay. My dessert is a McFlurry, if it's working, from, Mc- <laughs> from McDonald's. I, I think they have an M- M&M McFlurry. I think you're right, yes. I love that one because okay. I love I love M&Ms, but... Uh, put that in a McFlurry. Oh my God, dude, bring that on. And then my drink, I'm just a plain old diet Pepsi guy. So there's not many places that have Pepsi outside of Taco Bell and KFC. So since I've already used quesadilla from Taco Bell, I'll go to KFC and get a diet Pepsi from there. Okay. I was going to say you go to Sev, but it's not a fast food. Yeah, but they have fast food in there. They've got like taquitos, hot dogs, nachos. A lot of them have pizza that you can just grab and go. It's chicken not, wings. It's not an official fast food place. All right. Well, then then KFC fits the bill. Yep. For their diet. There it is. Justin, you sound refreshed. Sound like a, a weight's been lifted off your shoulder. And we're happy for you, dude. So uh, absolutely. We look forward to your questions every two, three weeks, months, whatever it may be, whenever we get around a listener. But uh, <laughs> we look forward to your question, man. So Scott, last question of the week. Oh, by the way, Justin. We love you too, man. Scott, last question of the week comes in from Josh Thompson. Hey, Jeff and Scott, JT here back with that bi-weekly question. Well, boys, football season is just about here to kick off. I got a special if you could play today question. If you could play today, how would you book a football-themed episode of Raw similar to the Raw Bowl? For those who aren't in the loop, the Raw Bowl was a special episode of Raw that aired in 1996. Featured the Raw Bowl a four-way tag match with its competitors all wearing football jerseys. The ring mat was also made to look like turf, and the refs looked more like football refs. I'll let you boys choose any wrestling figures you want, but my two conditions are six matches, four out of those six have to be football-themed, for example. Oh, So, this, uh, for example, 
Owens Elite versus Roman in a Philadelphia Eagles street fight for the WWE Championship. Tommaso Ciampa versus Miz in a Pittsburgh Steeler steel cage match. Finn Balor versus Bronson Reed in a fourth down four corner strap match. And the Super Bowl Rumble, a tag team Royal Rumble, but competitors from their respective tag team enter one at a time as opposed to both entering at the same time. Hope you guys have fun with this and really let those creative juices flow. That includes you, Vanilla Ice. I'm Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Turn out the lights and I glow. <laughs> Burning uh, them like a pound of bacon. <laughs> all right, all right. So we've got to let these creative juices flow on this one, Scott. So we've got to do a football-themed, so a Pittsburgh platter stealer. Um, no, a Cleveland steamer. Oh, a Cleveland brown steamer. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay, so let's do... Hmm. All right, so Miz is from Cleveland. Yes. So we got to do... So s- is Johnny Gargano. So, okay, so Miz and Johnny Gargano in a Cleveland... We have to theme it. What's the name of it? I keep wanting to say steamer, but that's too obvious. Yeah, yeah. Cleveland... A Cleveland cage match. Cleveland cage match. Very well done. Okay, so that will kick off our show. So be Johnny. Which Miz? Uh, let's go with the one where he was wearing the white trunks. Okay. I like that. Okay. And that was a Cleveland cage match. Yes. And then we'll do the fan takeover Johnny Gargano in that one. Okay. All right. Um, well, my favorite team is Buffalo. So a Buffalo brawl. Okay. I like that. Buffalo brawl. You going tag team match here? Ooh, tag team match. I could go tag team match. So let's put the belts on the line. We have Steen and Generico. There's no Generico figure. Oh, there isn't? How about you go Sami Zayn? All right, Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens. Because they're from Canada, which is, you can get there from Buffalo. Close-ish to Buffalo. And they'll take on, let me see, who else can we throw into the mix? Well, I'm going to take on the Usos. Okay. WrestleMania rematch. And it'll be the the ultimate Usos that are about to come out. Okay. Uh, You know, we don't have any... We got to do something with Miami. We do? Yeah. Okay. So we got to throw a Florida man in there. <laughs> Obviously, that would be Hogan. All right. A Miami Mayhem match where anything goes. Okay. Miami Mayhem. So let's let's do uh, let's do heel Hogan. Let's do Hollywood Hogan. Hollywood? Okay. Yeah, like his ultimate. Okay. Who should he take on? Um, who was hailed from Miami, Florida? Well, now we're talking Macho Man. Okay. Also from Tampa, Florida. Close enough. Yeah, close enough. So Macho Man, we're going to do... Uh, which Macho Man should we do? You know what? Let's go as Hasbro-inspired one where we had the white jacket. The ultimate. So two ultimates. Okay, I like that one. Okay, uh, so maybe we should do something football-themed. Football-themed. The We've been doing cities, but what about football? Let me see. They call the goalpost the uprights. So the upright... We could do an upright something? Hmm... Hmm. Hmm. There's uh, markers to mark first down that the guys carry. Are you going somewhere with this or are you just throwing shit against the wall and trying to see what sticks? I love lamp. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just thinking of objects on the field that we can use for our theme. If it's got to be football theme, because we've done three cities, maybe we should do something actually represents football that outside of the football. Okay. We could say the end zone something. Or something like a championship playoffs. 
where you start with two guys in the ring and it's almost like a last man standing thing and the last dude in the ring gets the title match. Oh. So you could have like four people. Like you start off with two and then whoever wins that one and another guy comes in and then they wrestle and it's like kind of a last man standing. Okay. I actually really like that. Okay. So let's do Austin Theory as our champion and the four guys in the scramble. Well, the uh, Austin Theory being the champion. He would come in last and he'd face literally the last man standing. Okay. Uh, so, so let's throw Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Bobby Lashley, and who should take that last spot? Let's go legend. Ricky Steamboat. Ricky? Yep. Because why not? Okay. We've got to do two more football themed inspired. Well, I still like the Viking Raiders representing Minnesota in something. Okay. The Minnesota. We already used mayhem, didn't we? We did. The Minnesota muck. Hmm. Minnesota merry-go-round, Minnesota... The Minnesota Mud Bowl. Okay. They play in a dome, but the, I still they, like... They, they they wrestle in almost, it looks like, that pig pen match where it's like mud and turf okay. on the ground. But okay. they're just going to get, like, really dirty. Like, this is stuff that Vince loves. Is this what he gets the subpoena for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Who are the Viking Raiders taking on? Hmm. We need big dudes in there with them. So you know what? I'm going... The Nightmare Violence Connection. I'm going to go Gordy and uh, Dr. Death. Which Dr. Death are you on? I think Classic Superstars. Okay. So we'll use the Gordy and Dr. Death Classic Superstar figures against the Elite Viking Raiders. And that'll be the Minnesota, what do we call it? Minnesota Mud Bowl. Where literally they have like a pen with turf and mud on it. And they just go at it. I'm going to see if Minnesota Mud Bowl is on Urban Dictionary. It might be, dude. It might be. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) That's where you eat like a bunch of Taco Bell and just whatever happens, happens. Uh, there is Minnesota Mud Slide. We're close. Not going to read that one. <laughs> the Quitter. Minnesota Mud Flap. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota Mud Pickle. Not reading that one. <laughs> Don't read that one, dude. No. That have anything to do with getting mud on your helmet? Uh, no, it's actually not, dude. It's something completely different. That's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> Shocker. That's also disgusting. Minnesota mud cake. Oh. Uh, okay. Anyways, so there's no mud bowl, so we could use that one. Perfect. Not <laughs> infringing on Urban Dictionary. Outstanding. All right. And the last one. Okay, so you had Austin Theory as your U.S. champ. Do you? And I guess Hogan and Macho would be the Miami Mayhem championship match? Yes. Like, okay, so what about an Intercontinental match? I'm thinking we've got to incorporate Bradshaw into this somehow, and Cena. I have a better idea. Yes. What if we have the Calgary Stampede match? Oh, okay, I like that. And we will take Bret Hart LJN. Okay. Versus Dynamite Kid LJN. Oh, okay. What's the stipulation? Uh, They have to wrestle in the Calgary Stampede match. Stu comes down and tells him to stretch beforehand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I have to admit, I told Jeff to say the Calgary Stampede match. <laughs> I have to be honest. <laughs> um, Can we put uh, Pillman in there too? Just because. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So... Calgary Stampede match. And what's the stipulation? Is it like a basically a ladder match? Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. Yes. So Brett versus Dynamite versus... Pillman. Pillman. Okay. Yeah, and of course they're not in scale because the Pillman 
you're either using classic superstars, an elite figure, or the Galoob. So yeah. they won't be in scale, but you know, okay, Jeff's actually, not a big scale guy anyway. Well, let's to keep it in scale, so I don't get hate mail. We'll do the Bret Hart Jack's Classic Series Three, where he's in all pink. Okay. I think that was Series Three, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, and then you're gonna go Dynamite Classic Superstars. Dynamite Classic Superstars, okay. and we'll do Flying Brian from uh, Jack's Classic. Oh, perfect. Okay, there it is. And it's a ladder match. I like that. But they can't jump off the top rope. <laughs> okay, Bill Watts. <laughs> stupid, stupid freaking rule, dude. I hated that. Ugh, it's just yuck. I remember that WCW even put up a poll in one of their shows, and it said, hey, if you want to um, get rid of this dumb rule, basically no jumping over the top rope, call 1-800 or 1-900-909-9900, something like that, dude. It was something stupid. So let's like, make a rule that they're going to hate, and then let's give them a number they can call to express that hate. Genius. <laughs> Dude, they put up the poll, and by the end of the pay-per-view, it was like 93% were like, yeah, this rule sucks. <laughs> <laughs> JT, thank you for your question. You guys thinking on that one. So Thanks, we had, dude. We had the Buffalo Brawl. I like that one. It would have been cool if we had done like Buffalo Chicken Wing or something. It was Bob Backlund or something. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. All right. No. Well, we ended up with the Minnesota Mud Show, <laughs> or no? I'm sorry, Mud Bowl. <laughs> or mud Mud Flap. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh. stay away from the mud pickle. Oh my God. All right. Make sure you guys listen to the podcast because we kind of changed it up a little bit. We had to t- remove a few and we uh, put a few back. Uh, we put a few on to, for our podcasting buddies. But first, I want you guys to. Go check out WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there you can find the last three months of LJN's Galoobs, Just Toys Bendems, Defining Moments, Retros. Uh, did I miss any? Wrestling Buddies, you got those? Uh, they, they're not on there. Ha- uh, oh. ha- Hasbro's, that's the other one. That was but it. it. But if you're in the hunt for any of these figures, head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com to get the last three-month average of the card and lose figures. All right. Let's start off with the podcasting buddies. We got Rumble Wheel with Breaker and Daniel Cross. We got the TB Toycast, Tune and Breaker podcast, right, for the time being, with myself and Brian Breaker. We got Steve and Eric doing PPW podcast. We got the great Jordan and Joe doing the Stolen Gimmicks podcast. We got In the Marbles pod with Soda and Ethan doing a NASCAR podcast. Brian, who shines a light on LJN figures, the legendary wrestling figures with Brian, L-E-J-E-N-D-A-R-Y, wrestling figures with Brian. Work the Arm podcast with Jeff Verbalsos and Jamie. Pod subject to change with Nick Dunham and his two kids discussing wrestling from all eras from 80s to current day. Go check that out as well. Of course, the... It's Ryan Buds. You've heard him earlier. He's doing trivia with the Buds. Go back and listen to the questions that we put together for his show. It's a quick 10, 11 minute show. Just go back on there and listen to that. We got the Chick Foley show with Seth, Sheena, Marco, and Jordan as well. We got RJ with Ringside Rant. Rucker and EJ's doing Boots of the Face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the Fig Life. Scott, are we going to do Drunk Wrestling History? Uh, we are this week. A uh, show that dropped this past Friday was about WrestleMania 17. Honestly, the show went about two and a half hours. Oh. Just like she said, it's a long one. 
<laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we well, a lot of people say it's the best of all time. Uh, so we devoted some time to it as our 150th episode. So we devoted it to WrestleMania 17, and uh, we went literally all in on this thing. Um, but as I alluded to earlier, you'll if you watch the YouTube video or you download the episode, you'll hear us talk about it. Uh, we're going to be on a short. We're going to be on a break. I can't even say it's going to be a short break, but we are going to be on a break. Um, just schedule doesn't allow me to do the research necessary for that show, and I feel I was cheating it, so I didn't want to do that. So we're taking a break until I can figure out a schedule that works, or we'll see what happens next. There, there just may be like a second generation of the show. I don't really know yet. Uh, time will tell. We'll see what happens. But uh, you can go download the WrestleMania 17 episode, or you can go check it out on YouTube, or you can follow us on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. We're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. You can't leave that show, dude. That's like when the Dukes of Hazard tried to replace Bo and Luke Duke with the cousins. <laughs> Koi and Vance. Koi and Vance. That was Koi and Vance terrible, dude. That was horrible. <laughs> Did not generate the same buzz, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, it was like the yellow label stuff back in the in the day, the generic. It just didn't add up. Exactly. So the yeah, label can, says this is beer, but sir, this is not beer. Yeah, you can't leave because I don't want DWH to have a coy advance. <laughs> well, time will tell. We got to see what happens. As the great Nelson Twins once said, only time will tell. Yes, and uh, after the rain. Yes, yes. They also right. said that. Also, check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Scott, roll call. Yep, going to throw it out to the great Jason Wolf, who does amazing custom Hasbros and does amazing artwork. So if you need artwork, Jason Wolf is your guy. He's your dude. He's your man. It's Jason Wolf, W-U-L-F. Give his social media as a follow at the Art of Jason Wolf. Artwork, custom Hasbros, you need it all. Check it out. Again, that's Jason Wolf, W-U-L-F. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. Man, you did that fast. Usually I staple my papers and hole punch them, and you did that quick. You organize your papers like that? Yeah, I just throw them into a binder. Nerds! <laughs> I've got binders and binders full of just random papers. I go back and through, through them, and I go, what the hell is I typing here? And then the crows just pick them out and then fly them back to you and call you names? And No, they're, they're only focused on Steve, Steve Ozer papers. Oh, they don't want anything to do with Jeff Toon papers. No, no, no. Gotcha. These crows are entertaining, though, I'll tell you. Well, they're something. They are something, man. They're rude. It's cool <laughs> KBW's still sitting out there with his whopper. It's hella funny. <laughs> we didn't answer those crows into the player-hating ball. It's <laughs> uh, for episode 393. Anything else? Stay safe. Stay healthy. Big life since 2016. And happy toy hunting. Next week, I'm introducing you as either Koi or Vance. <laughs> Can I be sure. Vance, please? Nobody wants to be Koi or Vance. <laughs> Nobody. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 393. Hashtag Big Life. Adios. Let's go! 
Jeff and Scott, the two brothers busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.